right, this is episode three of Real Talk. Yeah, we back at it. Yes, yes indeed, King. Um, you know, once again, this is a beautiful occasion that we're here sharing this moment again with each other. Yeah. You know, this episode took a lot of work to get to this point. Um, you know, first it started with episode one, State of Affairs, and we really uh, made it possible to to start this podcast uh, something that we've been dreaming up for a while and really talking about. Right. But now we're really having it for the listeners to listen into our conversations. They're like a fly on the wall. So this is really the episode where it's the conclusion to the matter, where when we started with State of Affairs and To Love Grows Cold, and this is where it comes down to. Correct. Um, so, you know, the last episode, we talked about fears. And how, you know, healthy fears can serve as like a natural protective mechanism. You know, fear is as necessary as hope. Because if you don't fear the consequences, the ramifications for 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 said action, you're you're bound to repeat it. Yeah. You know, the man who who smokes the first cigarette may may think that he's escaping lung cancer, even though it says it on the box. Mm -hmm. But by the 800 cigarette. He goes to the doctor and realizes that, you know, his breathing, his oxygen, the way his lungs bring in oxygen isn't as the same. So now I've met people who, who've tried to quit smoking. And I'm just using one example. Mm -hmm. You know, Ivan was the last example. You know, you jump out of a plane 800 times and, you know, you, that one time you forget about your parachute. Right. But this time it goes a little bit deeper. Right. And one of the fears that I didn't mention because I was really saving it for this moment to really mm -hmm. do more research on it is uh, a fear that they call, uh, not aquaphobia. Aquaphobia is the fear of waters. That's kind of irrational. If you fear water, you might never take a shot. <laughs> this one's called thalassophobia. This is fear of deep waters. Oh, wow. Fear of deep waters. Yeah. Yeah, it's called yeah. thalassophobia. Oh, never heard. Fear of deep waters. And I find it fascinating because if you don't fear deep waters, like I'm talking oceans, mm -hmm. you know, I'm talking real deep waters, like mm -hmm. the Mariana Trench deep, like where the Titanic is deep. Mm. Yeah, you're bound to pull off a, a mission where you go down and try to visit the Titanic and not come back up. Certain fears, right? Yeah, yeah. And those fears are to help everything stay in place. But King, we're about to really go in uh, and, and touch into something a little more deeper. So let's let's get into it, brother. Let's do it. I've been, you know, excited. Uh, I know I always say this every episode because I just like to inform those who's listening. But you sent the notes this time. Yeah. I didn't look at it. Mm -hmm. I wanted it to be very fresh to my mind. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just wanted my words to be also just fresh on the mic. Yeah. So I'm excited. I, I'm, I'm, you emailed it. I ain't going to lie to you. I, I glanced at it, but I didn't really. That's fine. Yeah. So keep I'm, it organic. Yeah. Keep it authentic. Yeah. I'm, that's I'm, what it's all about. I'm excited to talk about it. Talk all right. About. The first thing we're going to talk about is the bomb. Mm. The bomb. I actually went to go watch this movie called Oppenheimer. It was you told me about not that, too yeah. long ago. Yeah. The movie was all right. I was really looking for like, what, what, what is it about? Like, I do wish I had learned this in history class because it was very uh, interesting that mankind came to a point where they almost blowed themselves up. <laughs> well, like, hey, this, this, this before you get there. Yeah. Cause I know you got a lot on your mind. Mm -hmm. Tell me that evening, like, did you go with the lady? Yeah, or? I went with the lady. I went with mm -hmm. the lady. Mm -hmm. uh, I said. 
Look, I know we go usually watch action movies. We watch, you know, all because this, this is different. This is different. This is like, this is like a history yeah. channel so movie. How, how, like, I'm not expecting to even understand everything they're saying. Yeah, about. because how do you get your your lady to go watch something that's so? I, I even tried to talk her out of it because I'm like, this is movies, three hours, babe. I don't three hours. You, three hours. I'm like, baby, I don't think you really want to do this. Like, no, no, I want to go <laughs> yeah. out. She was more interested. To know why I was interested. Wow. Okay. So that's I think that's really why she went. And then you know after the movie she came out like wow that wasn't that bad. I'm like yeah it wasn't that bad. We didn't even get up one time. So I didn't even try to make this no romantic thing. It was, it was nothing. Just, it, was just, it was really for my study. Study. So just okay let's go watch this. Yeah movie. I actually wanted to be educated. I wanted to know because I actually watched some of the featurettes behind the scenes of like what the director was explaining why he made this movie. You know, Christopher Nolan, he he does a lot of movies. He did Batman, yeah. Interstellar, mm-hmm. uh, um, Inception. So all these films, the films that he do, there's a reason why he does it. It's it's like a sign of the times. And so this film in particular, he had this one in mind for a while. Mm-hmm. And this ain't a sci-fi action film. This is a history, historical. Oh, yeah. Okay, film. okay, thank you. Yeah, and great. it's about, uh, uh, you know... It's surrounding around the character named uh, Robert J. Oppenheimer. He's mm-hmm. really the lead physicist for this uh, project that okay. they call the Manhattan Project. Oh, okay. And uh, the government really hires him to go out uh, to uh, Los Alamos out there uh, to test a bomb with his crew mm. to, to build uh, a bomb. And uh, just kind of give you a little history on it. Um, it was called Project Manhattan, but the, the, the code name... For the for the nuclear weapon that they exploded was called Trinity. Wow! It was called Trinity. They called the Trinity test, mm. um, and uh, it, it was detonated on July 16, nineteen forty-five. It was part of the project. Mm. And the thing about this Trinity test is that this was the the most violent man-made explosion in history to that time, the most violent. And in the movie. One of the biggest things, and this is why the director actually made the movie, is there's a point in the film where right before he pushes the button to test this detonation, the general asks him, so what's the chance of us blowing up the whole earth? He says, ah, near zero. And he looks at the signs. He looks at him. He says, near zero. That means there is a small chance that if we press this button that the whole earth could blow up. He says, yeah, it's, it's near zero. So th- the probability was that, you know, we're going to we're gonna uh, detonate this bomb. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the likelihood is that it doesn't blow up the earth, but there's still always a chance it could in what is called atmospheric ignition, where it blows so much, it blows into the atmosphere where it destroys the, the ozone layer and it allows things that have never been seen before to happen to the earth. And then, of course, you know, it could take up so much soot from the ground and blot out the, the, the sun. To where it's like devastation. So yes, there was a possibility where mankind was able to destroy themselves with just a push that's of a button. Crazy. And that's the first time in history. It's crazy. The very first time in history that uh, mankind invented a weapon that could do that. So what's fascinating about this bomb? Yeah. Um, yeah. Is we got bombs going on every so often. Mm. And because of technology, there's always new bombs going off. And I feel like bombs are kind of representative of the times that we're in. That At that time, that was during a war. Yeah. And they figured that if we launch this bomb and hit Japan, you know, Hitler had already been defeated, Germany. But now Japan, they say the Japanese, they would not surrender for nothing. Like, they're, they, they're like samurai style. Like, they'll kill themselves before they surrender, you know, uh, if they dishonor their country in any way. So they figured, you know what, the only way we could do this is if we drop a bomb on them. Not just right. one, two. There was a big boy and a little boy. Yeah. And the bombs that they dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki, 
these bombs, it wasn't just the day that they dropped the bomb that killed hundreds of thousands of people. It was the after effects to this day. There's some places like where they said uh, when Chernobyl, like uh, nothing lives there. Wow. Nothing whatsoever. Nature cannot in any way grow a plant there. Wow. That's how intense the radiation is. Still to this day. To this day. Nuclear. Anything that has nuclear, the word nuclear in it, mm-hmm. you, you think like the sun. Yeah, like yeah. the sun is a like a nuclear fission bomb. Right, like it, it just it just keeps going and going, and it, it just generates all this heat. The same way they put in, they bring in the sun to Earth. So, in essence, what's unique about this is the mm-hmm. fact that mankind is given nature, everything good in nature, mm-hmm. and he's able to take the best parts of it. Mm-hmm. These minerals, uranium, and he's able to to mix it all up into like a potion. And he comes out with a nuclear bomb. Mm. Something that's unnatural to nature, mm. Mm. but he made it happen with technology. Crazy. What do you think? I mean, you know, <laughs> first off, I just love how you always, and I hope the, the listeners pay attention to that, you always bring up something with history and uh, do real hardcore research on it. So I really appreciate that. Uh, starting off with this here, man. You know, that's to me, that's playing with fire already. Mm-hmm. You know, something that, even if it was just, like you say, close to zero, but, you know, it's still a, a little slight chance, chance that it can ruin the earth. You know what I mean? And um, everybody have they, uh, they uh, pin on war, too, and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, just, I watched this clip of uh, our former president Donald Trump and they was asking him about the current situation that's going on with Russia and uh, Ukraine mm-hmm. and he's just like man I just want it to stop like people just stop dying that's my man because I don't worry about who winning so I mean when I think of this it's like such a powerful bomb like that being dropped on you know this land this space where people once lived now right. you're telling me still to this current day what was this back in the 40s this was in the 40s 1945 still to this day not even a a, 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 a plant, plant can grow there it's like you wouldn't want to live there animals don't want to live there they know better <laughs> so it, it's just mm-hmm. sad you know what I mean it's yeah. just sad the you know capabilities sad, right when, yeah, yeah, when, yeah. when you don't have healthy fear or respect for, for certain things but then you could look at those you could look at those mm-hmm. and say well you ain't living at that time so you ain't see what Mm-hmm. On the flip side, we was going through. That's why we had no choice. I mean, but to they take they, that they route. said, it, "Look, if we didn't make the bomb, someone else would have." You're right. So you know, like, it's even in that war, like, even we in had that to war. end it. Like we mm-hmm. had to just come. They to had the to end it, right? And you know, there's wars that so you got to do drastic measures. You know, yeah, they say, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. desperate times but, call for desperate measures. I mean, my mm-hmm. my outlook on it is that, uh, of course, it's it's it's, it's very scary to think of because yeah. that if it would have went down that way, we wouldn't be here. You know what I mean? Um, so you know why they just, call it the Trinity Test? Why is that? Well, you know, the, the guy, the main leader, Oppenheimer. He he's the doctor. Uh-huh. He's the one who's creating the Frankenstein monster, yeah. here, which is this bomb. Um, he was asked years later of like, well, why why did you choose that name? Because the word Trinity, yeah, it's normally uh, attributed to the Christian God. You know, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. That's that's where the word Trinity. That's mm-hmm. the only time you really get you you'll normally hear that within that context. Yeah. And he said, um, he said he says why he chose the name wasn't clear, but he he remembered reading a poem, and I did some research on the poem itself. Um, the poem is called "Batter My Heart, Three Personed God." 
And the whole gist of the poem is where he's asking God, like, save me from myself. Because I know if if you don't, where this could lead to. Like, mm-hmm. I want to love you and I know you want to pursue me. But sometimes, like, I get in so deep to what I'm doing that there's no point of return. So, yeah. basically, that's the gist of the, the poem. If I could summarize all of it up. He's right. saying, batter my heart. Like, God, come, come get me. Like, capture me. Like, yeah. don't let me go. Because I might end up doing something where I become the destroyer of worlds. That's crazy. So when that bomb went off, he be, he gave man the, the capacity, the ability to destroy themselves with the push of a button. What I find fascinating is that there are bombs being dropped today. Mm-hmm. Not in the form of a, a nuclear atomic bomb, but we, we got bombs that have been dropped in society, which is causing havoc every day. And it's a war that... Many people might not even think it's war. It's like, no, what you talking about? Like, what kind of bomb is being dropped? Well, we're about to go into it. That's what this is all about. Testing Let's the waters. It. You see the fear of oceans, of deep waters. Right. When you don't have fears of of, of testing the water, you're going to see how deep it goes. Right. Um. So, let's let's get into it. I'm ready. I'm uh, ready. So, a lot of people might say, so how, how is this topic relevant, you know? Yeah, that's the education you know, side. We finna you know, go into it. You know, are we gonna yeah. blow up ourselves or something? Yeah. I think we already almost there. We're, we're getting there for sure. Yeah. Um, the second topic we're gonna talk about is um, birth control and BBLs. Wow, you went deep. Birth control and BBLs. Well, let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> you here with it? Let's go. This is the second bomb. Mm-hmm. Birth control. Yeah. Someone might ask, like, well, what's wrong with birth control? What do you think? Uh, I mean... You think there's a problem with it? I mean, anything that mankind create always going to have a side effect. Doesn't that always have a side effect? It's going to have a side effect. (laughs) Uh, I know birth control can deal with with the hormone of a woman. This is correct. Um, Menstrual cycle. Yeah. You know, um, it has a lot of effect to it, man. I I know sometimes even women, they have to like the first 30 days, the first phase of getting on birth control. It's like their body got to get used to Mm -hmm. it. You know what I mean? So... Uh, my thought of it, you know, you got to be very sensitive because you got to respect one because it is their body. Yeah. And as a man, you know, sometimes that conversation is held and, and um, it's always like, look, this is my body. Yeah. You know, I know what protects. And some for some cases, birth control really is helpful for some women. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's just look at it from the perspective of a woman who's just... Living her life. Yeah. You know, I just want to... Let's take the, the health out of it. Let's take, you know, the good benefits. We just want to speak on that wildlife, if you want to look at it let's like that. It. Like, let's just freedom. And this is why I'm on birth control, because I want to be safe. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean... I, no, no, look. This is real talk. We got yeah, to so keep that from, that from that angle, yeah. yeah, that's when it's like... I understand. If, you, if you're looking at it from... The biblical standpoint of things and living right, you already know. Like you shouldn't even be out there living like that. You know what I mean? But uh, I don't know, man. It, 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 it's it's a topic that can. It's like a wildfire. We're gonna get into that wildfire. We're gonna well, test the waters here. It. Let me tell you something. A lot of people say, "Well, what's wrong with birth control?" Well, you gotta ask what's right with it. You know, since birth control, ever since birth control was brought into society, yeah, people would say, "Well, it's to like you know." be able to um, give women control of their natural cycle, where now 
you, they don't have to fear accidental pregnancies. Mm-hmm. You know, we are the, the gods now. We created a bomb that could destroy the world, but now we can change nature in other ways, mm. our sexuality. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So since we're the main characters, we get to decide how we want to, you know, take control. And so now where it used to be very risky sleeping around for women sleeping around and getting pregnant, now there's no fear. There's no real consequence because wow. birth control gives you control now yeah. where you can stop your cycle. Yeah, you can stop the yeah. natural yeah. circadian rhythm of hormonal menstrual cycles for for women. Correct. And as as time has gone on, people ask, "Oh, well, I mean, you can just stop it now, and you know, we can just now give it to our children." So you know, when you know when a girl is turning a certain age, going through her PBD, and it's like, "Oh, it's hurting so bad," you know, they'll, they'll easily just give her some birth control. You know, hey, take some birth control for it. Like women are telling other women to do this, and they even the children to do this. Yeah. The thing is, it always goes down to the children to see how it affects the children. It's, it's all about the children. Keep that in mind. It's all comes always. down to the children. Always. It always comes down to yeah. the children. No matter, no matter how far out it seems, now we got kids as young as 13, 14 taking birth control. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It used to be an adult thing. Well, oh, yeah. You know, just like condoms, you know, it's yeah. a form of uh, contraception to protect the situation. You know, yeah, we don't. I remember in high school, they was giving out condoms. In, in the middle class, right? Yeah. <laughs> Sexual <laughs> ed class. They were giving yeah. it. I remember. Uh, who's a guy named Eric? Mm-hmm. Uh, the nurse was making was talking about how you know the condoms are not a hundred percent effective, and he says, "Well, what about two of them?" <laughs> the whole class, the whole class was laughing. About it. Crazy. He said, "What if I put two of them?" Yeah. It's like it's like you know we're trying to find a way to make sure it's a hundred percent effective. <laughs> right. Um, and you know, I actually have been looking into how does birth control affect society. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a woman named Mary Huntington, and she speaks on birth control, and she argues that women, it causes women to become like cyborgs, like machines. Right. Yeah, yeah, because it's a new form of transhumanism. Like, it's it's using technology to control nature, mm. to take advantage of whatever nature has and make it fit your story. Mm-hmm. Remember, you're the main character now. Right, you created right. Adam Bomb. Now you can do anything. Right. You know, you, if you can bring the sun down down to earth, you, what, what can't you do at this point? You could change... When your menstrual cycle comes and goes. Yeah. What they found out is that when they, what was supposed to be for good to stop accidental pregnancies, but because it's not 100% effective, abortions, abortion rates actually went up and they didn't go down mm. with birth control. Abortion rates went up, not down, because people were just having more sex now. Yeah. Since there's no fear. So, yeah. What's interesting is is that because it's not 100% effective, mm-hmm. you would think that, well, you know, we should have less unwanted pregnancies. Well, actually, it wrecked more homes than ever because now women became like, well, you know, it's sexual freedom. It's my body. I do what I want with it. Yeah. And now I don't have to fear uh, sleeping on a one night stand with a man and getting pregnant and him leaving me. All right. All right. And then that gets handed down, passed out throughout generations. And you see how families are today. Is you know, we spoke about uh, last especially time. in our community. Yeah, a lot of yeah. You know, yeah. We we have a high abortion rate in the black community. Yeah, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah and and yeah. you know, you wonder why, but you know, it's just the way it's been handed down. You know, and 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 you go to those, you see those abortion clinics. They hand they they, they they're supported by the government to to allow this. Anything that they hand you is free. It's never free. I always say this. There's no such thing as a free handout because it's always gonna cost somebody a hand. Mm. Mm. <laughs> it's just a fact. Mm. If it's free, you should think about it twice. Like, well, yeah. wait a minute. Is the government really? I'm not saying 
that everything the government does is bad or wrong. What I'm saying is you should think twice when they use the word free because it always right. comes out of cost. Nothing's right. free. Right. Nothing's free. You know, your decisions <laughs> always come with some kind of consequence, good or bad. Right. What you say to the family that, uh, let's say, a wife and husband that maybe they up to their third child and it's like, look, mm-hmm. man, you know, let's just get on that because we don't want to have no more kids. Well, what do you say to the woman that because she got on birth control at 18 and all of a sudden she's now trying to have children, can't because her menstrual cycle is so messed up. Now she's got other situations such as, you know, maybe polycystic ovarian syndrome or so birth control is just a big no red flag here's what i'm saying talk to me yes you should have childhood planning of course of course playing it you know you don't have a whole you know even michael jackson said you know if you, if you can't take care of the baby why well, have the baby you know like don't correct you want to yeah. be starting something yeah yeah you got to plan for it yeah and to me it's like when you have before all of this stuff was created, mm-hmm. what did they did they have this problem thousands of years ago? No, a man no. had to be a man. It's like, hey, look, we did this. This is what it is. We're gonna go through with it. it right. I mean, you know, it, it, there's no running away from the power of what sex can do. God created for that reason, so you could fear Him and understand why it exists. You know, right. sex is a powerful thing, and I feel like once you take away that that fear element of the pregnancy and all this other stuff with birth control, you can control that. Then we tend to expose it even more and it becomes a marketplace mm. to where it's like, Hey, look, you know, we can plan this how we want. We, now babies can be born with blue eyes, one with blue eyes, one Man, with brown crazy. eyes. And yeah, that's crazy. Gene editing. It, look, that's once you crazy. open up this door, there's no closing it. Yeah. There's the same thing with Adam's wife in episode one, state of affairs. He opened up a door that he can never close. Never. Never from generations down. That's a, it's, it's, yeah. When people yeah. don't have respect for certain things, yeah. <laughs> that's what happens. It it, yeah. it 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 goes down that far. So now, what am I saying? Mm-hmm. Birth control has now given women this sort of empowerment to where it's like, well, now she does what she wants with her body. She can control the cycle of her body. Mm-hmm. And as the years have been going down, as you've been seeing the years pass, what has happened is there's been more promiscuity. Not less. More casual sex. Of course. Less love. More yeah. lust. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's it's not hard to, when you meet a woman and you ask her what her body count is, because the truth is body count has gone up since birth control, not down. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I think I was watching, um, I don't want to get it twisted because I was watching this, mm-hmm. this uh, movie. I don't want to say the name of it, but... Uh, it was a movie back back in like based on a thing like the forties, fifties. Yeah. And um they used to have like a hut thing in certain neighborhoods where I like literally like real deal prostitutes would be in the huts and men were going there. Mm-hmm. And so I'm I'm bringing that up because I don't want it to feel like nowadays the women are just so faster than back in the days because this always been around well, prostitution. No, certainly it's the oldest profession yeah. in the world, as they say. It's just to a point where I, I guess what I'm trying to highlight what you're saying is that there's like safeguards for these things now. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And it's more safe to do these things. But this has always been around. I mean, you know what I mean. Uh, it's always been around. It's been around, and, around yeah. right? And with um, uh, I mean, get even more personal. My grandpa had over 20 kids. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? My grandma had her first child at age of 15. Mm-hmm. So, fast as far as, you know, getting... It's in biblical times. Mm-hmm. You know, once a, a girl had a pregnancy, she was considered adult at that time. Mm-hmm. So, sex always been around. It's just more of, like you say... Uh, casual. It's casual. Very casual now. And it's, it's very okay. And it's very it's so okay, it's okay. to the point More, it where... It was like hidden. Right. But, but now... Now it's it, empowering. It, it's empowering to the point where it's like, well, not only you can have sex with anyone you want, you can change your sex. Yeah. You can become anyone you want now. So if 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 a child is five year old, five years old, a five year old child goes into school and he says, you know what, I don't think I want to be a a, a a girl anymore. I want to be like a boy. They can give them puberty blockers because the technology has advanced. It's always keep going. Look, once you've opened this door, as I said, you created the yeah, bomb. I mean, yeah. Now this bomb yeah. is going to keep getting bigger. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't get smaller. We're just going to keep pushing it here. We're going to test the waters, right? Yeah. yeah. We got to go deeper. The ocean yeah. goes real deep. We're going to yeah. find out how deep it goes. Here's the thing. Do you think birth control affects, with an A, affects uh, relationships and body count? Uh, you don't think it has any effects or do you? Well, we're going to dive into it. Let's start with the... You said... The, with, how, the, how do you think birth control might affect relationships? Relationships. Okay, let's start there. So, relationship... From, there's positive, there's negative. I, I, I want to start with the positive. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I brought up husband and wife because I want to keep it under, under the Lord. Um, if you're dealing with a household and I feel like y'all feel y'all reached the limit with kids, it's okay because you don't want to stop making love to your wife. You know, it's mm-hmm. they love it. Sex. Here's the thing, too, and I want the church goers to listen. To this sex is not a sin. No, well, God created. It. Yeah, not trace. Sex. You know, <laughs> you know. What I mean, it's God, like God created sex. When you it's hear the word thing. sex in church, it's just like the room yeah, gets tense. It, that's the problem. When it becomes so taboo, you can't. Yeah, talk about yeah. It. Sex that's is a, not a sin. So that's why we have real talk. Yeah, yeah. That's how we have real talk. So, you know. I'm looking at it from that standpoint, like, look, we don't want to have no more kids, but, you know, uh, also, I don't want to use protection because it take away the feeling of the moment, the intimacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, birth control then plays a role, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, that In that aspect, you know, I, I see the positive on it in that end, but then the negative, um, you know, there's so much to it, man. Well, King, look, think about this. A woman has a certain, uh, when you look at a woman's cycle, there's really only like maybe at most five days out of the month where she can really get pregnant is when she's ovulating. Yeah. yeah. When she's ovulating, right? The rest of the month, she can have sex as many times as possible. You know, like rabbits. Mm -hmm. She's most likely not going to get pregnant. Yeah. And then, of course, she got her period, which, you know, she goes through that cycle right. as well. Right. So it's like it's, there's a real small window for pregnancy to even occur, you know. But we're going to say, well, you know what? We want to have sex all the time. Because that, that, that's kind of like what because some, the some people, of birth some, control is. Yeah, because some people say it's driving hard and nothing. No, I, and that's completely understandable. Yeah. You know, some, everyone some has people, different yeah, sex people, But once again, sex is a powerful thing. And I feel like the very, problem is... The fact that we don't talk about it is one problem because it's so powerful. Sexual creative energy, a man's sexual energy is so powerful. A woman's sexual energy is so powerful. If they do not have discipline in that, it's going to cause some crazy things to happen. They're going to do end up doing a lot of crazy things. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Whether it's catching yeah. STDs, there's a lot of stuff out there. Yeah. Right? Whether it's catching STDs or, 
or having an unwanted pregnancy and things of yeah. that nature, abortions, yeah. you know, things of that nature. Yeah. So it's like definitely, you know, what I'm saying is this. Since the introduction of birth control, mm-hmm. things haven't gotten better. Of course not. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, well, what did they do back then? Then, <laughs> was this an even? Why are we having problems well, is, that now look, we're cre- trying to create solutions for, this, which is this, actually this, getting this, worse? Look, let's, let's, take it, let's take it a notch. We're talking real talk now. You know, um, I'm sure you didn't watch it. I, I, uh, there's crazy break of Adam because I want to go back to that real quick. It does. It does tie in with oh, yeah. birth control. So. The finale of that video, which you know I'm talking about his wife, um, the guy actually um, ejaculates in her. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, okay. yeah. That's 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 the the top combo that's going on. So, um, the reason why I break into this episode because I feel like this is a forever thing. Um, what I mean by forever is is is, is timeless on this conversation. Mm-hmm. With that performing with another man and then allowing that to happen at the end, it's well, Plan B, birth control. This that's what you got birth control for. Yeah, you know we, what I mean. We, so yeah, it's we, like we 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 can control nature now. That's crazy, but you know, I I I've been noticing for years now, man, is that uh, with married couples to keep the spice up, you know, to keep the marriage going they now inviting people into the bedroom mm-hmm. where now you it's, it's very common to see husband and wife and it's like yeah we do have threesomes with other women and that keeps in mind too is like okay with, with the birth control thing you know what i mean like it, it allows you to be more spontaneous more wild and open to where mm-hmm. sex is like a sport now where you can <laughs> sport yeah What's like that? origins all mm-hmm. these kind of crazy things mm-hmm. that go on in it just have to cross your mind. Of course, you know, if people know they're finna have this type of wild situation going on by the next week, like we're playing mm-hmm. this big thing, hey, just get on the pill, make sure, you know what I'm saying, everything is locked up. So, sex with no limits. It is sex with no limits. You know, limits. it's funny that we build things that have triggers. Like, for example, um, I was working on a water heater because the element went out. Mm-hmm. But in it, there's a circuit breaker. Mm-hmm. The circuit breaker stops the element from getting so hot to where the water tank gets doesn't so it doesn't explode. Mm. You know, mm. in your car, you know when you there's there's something called redlining. Once you redline, like the, the yeah. vehicle's telling you, look, yeah. you're, you're reaching max, max, yeah, max. Yeah. Like yeah. you need to slow down. Yeah, yeah. But now we're creating a way where we don't even want to see the circuit breaker. We don't want to see a slowdown. We're creating ways where there is no limits to any of the effects that's supposed to come through. It's almost like saying, you know, uh, <laughs> you, you you give the child a Lamborghini because he asked for it, but yet he doesn't even know how fast this thing goes. He doesn't even know how to ride a bike yet. <laughs> but yet we're, we're going to give him, uh, you know, a, a Bugatti. Let, let's go with that. You know, a hypercar that, that, that goes 200 something miles an hour. Correct. So we're heading very fast into a different world. And we've opened a door that cannot be closed because once you felt that, it's like, man, I want more. You become like an addict, like a drug right. addict. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. Um, but in re- in regards to birth control and, and, and now moving on to re- from relationships to body count, mm. because now women are having more sex since there's no consequence. They go for guys, too. Man. Yeah, certainly. In every way. But women do control sex. 
You have to admit that in a way because they're the ones, you know, obviously we know the outstanding cases if she's getting raped, things like that. Right. But I'm right. saying women do control sex. So that's why, you know, having a woman on board <laughs> with this conversation is also helpful too. But because I've done a love study and I've listened to to a woman now, as I said, Mary Huntington, uh, for the audience that's listening, you know, you look her up. She speaks very highly big on this topic. And, uh, you know, she she's written books on it. But here's my point. It's very rare for a guy... To meet a girl who's a virgin and for him to say, you know what, you, you don't have enough experience. Go out there and, you know, sleep with a couple more men and uh, come back and, you know, once you've had enough experience, I'll take you in. It's very rare. If not, that's not what a real man wants. A real man wants a woman who hasn't been slept around what, with well, several. Let's, let's say it like this. Yeah, sure. Let's say it like this. Depending on... Where he's at in life, and what what he's seeing that woman. If it is because I'm gonna be honest with you, I know guys that have been in situations, and because she was a virgin or probably like only had one two serious relationship, they like, no, nah, I don't want to deal with that mm-hmm. because it, where I'm at right now, the space I'm in, I need something more. Quickly. Well, certainly, certainly, certainly. So they, I, yeah, it's like, yeah. You know, but I say it depend on where he's at, because be honest with you. I had a crop with someone maybe like last year, and the guy said, I want my girl to be very experienced. Yeah, but but, but see, here's the thing. Let me cut, let me cut, I'm going to cut you in real quick. Yeah, don't, don't forget what you're going. Yeah, but see, the problem is if, if, if I'm him, I'd be like, well, yeah, if the woman loves you, she'll let you show her. She'll do what you like. Real, yeah. You can show her, hey, look, yeah. this, is, this is how I like it. Yeah. You, y'all can build that experience together. But yeah. is he saying, in effect, you know, I want you to go out there. And have that experience, and then when you come back, I'm gonna take you in. That sounds like to me what he's saying. Yeah, could, I'm telling you, yeah. it's, cra- it's, it's, it's but crazy. But that's not how I would. No, I, I mean, I, of course, like, like you every, know, not every guy you pass by, you could be at the grocery yeah, store. Yeah, you know, you got you know, you're from wife. a small town. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, I know yeah. her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, you, you know, know her. Like how? I feel any <laughs> any any real men don't want to be in that situation. Come on, you see what I'm saying? But, though. but but we dealing with a generation where. It's like you if with a guy like I said a guy I was speaking to, he was saying like he wanted his woman to be very experienced, you know. And I, I told him, "So you sure about that?" He like, "Yeah," because you know it's like when we doing our thing, I want I want it to be you know explosive. Um, and I, I actually heard this one podcast where this dude was saying that. Well, this, this woman, this, yeah, this guy said to a woman, because they had that same discussion, like, well, y'all guys want us to be very experienced, so we got to go out to experience. You're like, well, why you can't experience all that with one guy then? Like, you know what I mean? Like, why you got to go to multiple relationships to get that experience? You just, you know, well, you know the try with Well, you know person. what that experience brings, though, right? It, it's 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 um, the more experiences you have, the harder it is to what they call pair bond. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because, you know. Yeah, just just so much experiences, right? And you yeah. know, the, the biggest thing is this, hey, though. guys. We're very territorial. I mean, yeah, naturally, right? But yeah. the, the thing about the experiences is where it's like sex becomes more mechanical. Yeah, yeah. It's not much love left in it. No, you know, it's like no. the experience that. Okay, let, let me let me let me just bring this more uh, to more clarity. Obviously, if you've been with a woman, and you know, I know most. People who go on dates, eventually, if they really start liking the person, they start getting to these conversations like, so 
what what's your number? Yeah, that's a very big thing, right? Unfortunately, that's something we you know typically yeah. ask, right? So if the number is like above ten, yeah, your perception of the person changes, like yeah. But for men, it's like oh yeah, if it's like 10, 15, 20, oh yeah, you know he's got experience. But for a woman, if it's like 10, 15, 20, it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa like, yeah. what, what, what are you doing? That's a lot of bodies. Like, right. you know, you're going to need an exorcism to, 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 to be worked on you before I can even get with you. Because that, that right there is a lot of bodies. That's a lot of spirits. As we yeah. know, sex yeah. is, yeah. you know, even the, the, the old book says, you know, you become one with that person. Right. You do take on a part of that person, whether right. you notice it or not. It, right. It, that Sex is that powerful. Yeah. But the biggest thing is when it comes to body count, mm-hmm. we're counting what? Numbers? Or recounting the experience, uh, man. You know, let <laughs> me tell you like this, man. I, I, I had this conversation with a lot of different. Because fellas. the last thing I want is mm-hmm. another woman doing to me what she was doing to another man, but and thinking that I like it that way. But see, but th- that's that. Let that's me why just I be say, honest with you. <laughs> but that's why I say it is it, it, based on the guy because there's some guys where, um. I've been around some people. They be like, "Bro, I ain't gonna lie. That's that's kid conversation. I don't care. Like, okay. your your past is your past. That's you, fine. I'm dealing with you now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I get you. There's some guys who's very, you know, territorial about that. Like, hey, look, man, I I, I don't want no woman who a certain amount. Some guys on there. I was watching an interview. A guy said if a girl slept with more than two good guys, that considers she's fast. Like he want he want to be the first or the second. That's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So everybody got their own opinion on it. Everybody you know what I mean? But my thing is, when it comes to, cause we going into the uh, the um, birth control with the body counts. Yes, you know, gotta be honest. It does allow people to go out there and be more experienced, experimental. Yeah, very more experienced to find out what they like. To find Not out with what just they one like. person with a whole lot of people. That's 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 one of the main topics on the on the opposite side of sex is that go out there and understand and see what you like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, look, at the end of the day, uh, we know we are sinners, and I just feel like, yes, it is a reason to go out there to experience. Again, some people have it for medical reasoning, but uh, the answer to your question, because I don't want to drift off too far from it, um, Yes, it does affect the relationship. In the yeah, world. I'm not saying whether it's right yeah. or wrong. We're not even arguing. No, we're that not point. doing that. Yeah, yeah, we're just saying that and it is does, there an effect, an yeah. effect. Yeah, and it does affect. It does affect. Because, it does affect. Yeah, because right? it, it allows someone to be very spiritual. Exactly. Out there. Exactly. So you know. Yeah, life with no limits. You know, you jump out the plane with no parachute. Right, sometimes right. you know, but uh, just hope, hopefully you don't get caught up. That's yeah. the thing about testing waters is you just sometimes you think you can handle certain depths. Yeah, and when it gets deep, it's like whoa, this is a lot of pressure. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of pressure. Yeah. yeah. Now who's gonna sense that pressure is the kids. Yeah. And that's yeah. kinda like where it goes because we think that sex is just private. Sex actually affects what the, well, the effect could be too. Well, n- nowadays now sex is is far from private. Well, how now. you gonna tell your kids, hey, um, you know, I, look, look, if you have a daughter, if I have a daughter and say, mm-hmm. hey, look, you know them guys out there, you know how they are. I, I mm-hmm. don't I don't want you, you know. Bringing any kind of guys home at the same time, I, I, you need to understand. You know, these boys I mean, they only want really one thing. You got to be careful. You know, but it's like, well, you know, mom told me she she yeah. was you know testing grounds, testing well, waters. See, you know, but see, that's the, I think I think that's when it boils down to you got to know who, you got to know who you first off. 
um, I having this conversation with someone too, um, an older person actually. You gotta be careful who you having a kid with for one. You have to. You you know, um, a a real parent never want to share experience. What well, let me put it like this: a real parent never want the child to have the same experience as a parent. So if a parent grow up poor, that's why a parent will always work hard so the kid doesn't have to witness that. So if a mom, I feel like a real mom would not share dating experience and be like, oh, yeah, go live your life as I did. It'll be like, look, I got some bruises out of there. I got some cuts. I got my heart broken a few times. I'm sharing this with you so you can avoid these things. Mm-hmm. You know, so if I went through five bad relationships, I'm trying to minimize to where you probably don't even witness even one. That's mm-hmm. why I'm giving you this information. These are yeah. the red flags. Right, right. So you start dealing with the conversation, you know what I mean? Just recognizing the woman that you're dealing with and seeing how she's going to, you know, conduct herself as a woman in front certainly, of your daughter. Certainly. Secondly, as a that, man. I mean, that's what we have with the Kiki situation. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Uh, secondly, as a man, you know, I feel like when you look, I can't tell you what's a good man because everybody got their own opinion. Um, and some people are like, what you crazy? You know, you should know a good man. Yeah, everybody have an idea of a good man. But a God-fearing man, I start there. Um, God-fearing man going to always just, again, when you as good parents moving in the world and conduct yourself as God-fearing people, your child, your daughter, your son going to be able to recognize that. Children don't go by what the parents say. They go by what they do. By what they That's do and the what, they see. Yeah, so, what they see. So um, if you, like a child, never heard your parents cuss, mm-hmm. never heard your parents mm-hmm. do certain things, mm-hmm. you go out knowing, and then you hear it, it's going to have an effect on the child. That's they could right. probably look at it like, oh, that's cool. Because, you know, growing up, I never heard my parents cuss that much. My dad only curse when he's very upset. That's when we know we're in trouble. But, um... He he was a church goer, so when he cussed, it, it, I mean, he never cussed. So when I went out there in the real world, and I, and I started hearing parents cuss at their kids, it was very, like, it was weird to me. I mean, like, can Whoa. you blame can you blame the kid at that point? I mean, they're they're picking yeah. up from the parents. Yeah, you know, what I'm that's saying? the first yeah. word. You know, the first words a baby says is usually "dada." Yeah, yeah, like scientifically, yeah. like yeah. it's 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 one of the words because they say the reason why it's not mama is because usually the baby looks at the mom as an extension of themselves. Mm. Since they came out from the mom, yeah. the mom is always there. Yeah. It's not a unique thing to them. Yeah. But when they see Dada, it's like, whoa, this is a different character. Yeah. Like this is yeah. a different person, you know, yeah. and they, they grow up on that. Whether it's a boy or girl, they grow up on it's that. It's a girl, difference. yeah. So, you know, yeah. with, with that said, um, I just want to go back to the conversation, mm-hmm. what you said, what a father said to a daughter. It's just like, you know, Again, when when uh, you hear this to every woman, they always definitely a woman who had a relationship with their father. They go out there seeking that in a man. Yeah, they want to replicate that. You know what I mean? So same thing for boys too, as they yeah, say. they look for their moms. You know, yeah. So water, if if you when choose. you go out there when when you raise your daughter right, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean she's not going to have. I don't listen. You can have your daughter in church, man. A good girl, she's going to catch feelings at the age of 10, 11, 12, because that's life. She's mm-hmm. This feeling, she's like, oh, I don't, I don't understand, because when I see this person, it make me feel bubbly, butterflies. What is this? I, I got a crush on this person. I had crushes when I was seven, eight. It's what you do with that yeah, feeling, certainly. you know what I mean? And so again, um, we are living in a time though where, man, sex is very. Casual. Well, that's the first thing you explore with, though. 
That, that's what that's that's what we're promoting by not even saying it because sex is everywhere. We're telling our kids, well, how do you figure a person out? You have you, you go through the sex phase first. There's this show um, that's called um, I think it's called Too Hot to Handle. And what's unique about the show is that I watch it. I know they it. make sure. Okay, so you know, I know it. So you can elaborate on the show. Yeah. So the show is about first they they reel people in by saying it's a sex show. Like you're gonna live wild. They uh bring it to an island with boats on the side, beautiful paradise, mansion, paradise, paradise. paradise. Uh, they bring in attractive women and attractive guys, and it's like, look, this is just we've set y'all here just to have a time of your life. And then you know, as they meeting each other, just setting them up within the first twelve hours, and it's like, okay, y'all finna go out and just have a night of your life date, you know, uh, dance and everything. And then towards the end of the night, it hit him with a bomb. Like, boom, look, is, there is no sets going on. There's no physical touch even allowed. You know what I mean? We want you to, like, get, connect on a deeper level. So I, I found it interesting when I seen that show. I was like, oh, that's dope. I really like that because it forces people to realize, look, this is one thing I, I tell my child is definitely a girl. To know if a man love you, the last thing you should give him is your body. See how he goes after 30, 90 days and see how he no, acts. No, man, maybe even. Let's see. Let's, let's, try, Snoop let's try 90. Snoop Dogg Not even just what Steve Harvey so, said. Yeah, Snoop Dogg said yeah. something very interesting. He said mm-hmm. what made him fall in love with his wife was that he was with his homeboys. And um, they was like, man, this girl don't really even like you like that. Why you love her so much? Man, it's been six months. You ain't even getting her yet. He's like, exactly. So that let me know if I'm working that hard to get some... I know she won't go out there giving to nobody. Right. That's been. T- There's an honor in that. There's a pursuit. Like wait. Yeah. That that, that 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 been taken out. That's been taken out. Yeah. 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 Like, we're, we're, we're putting that, that. We're putting that first. Oh no no. Go ahead and use your body. That's you're, how you're God it. now. You're the main character of the story. Go ahead and test the waters that way. And this is where I wanted to go with you, King. Mm. It's come down to the point where remember how in the, uh, episode two we talked about um, you know. You said, how, how, how do healthy fears affect that with the LGBT community? Well, understand something, right? Mm-hmm. It used to be just LG. Mm. Think about it. Lesbians and gays. Now it's yeah. LGBTQIA+. In some places, it's called 2SLGBTQIA. No, because we're testing waters. We've got to keep going. we got to keep going. I want to show you this picture uh, of this... Uh, 13, 14 year old girl. Wow. And uh, basically, she was put wow. on puberty blockers and they took off her uh, her breast to make her look 13? more like a boy. Yes. Yeah, this girl here. And so basically, you know, they removed her breast because, you know. At the age they, of 13. Yeah, they, they, this, this, this goes far as we're testing the waters here, brother. Oh, so man. not only can we just go ahead and put birth control in her, now we can put puberty blockers to stop her normal cycle from developing breasts, having all the estrogen and all the stuff. That, hormones on, that, affect pa, her body. Pa, you going too fast. Well, we got to test the waters. <laughs> we're creating on. a bomb here. That's hey, what I'm going with Hold on. That, 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 that. We got to slow down because... You just showed a picture. You got we got to break down what's going okay. on in this room. Sure. You show a picture of a girl. First off, look. Let me stretch. This is very uncomfortable for me. This is mm-hmm. why. Mm-hmm. This redheaded girl on the left side of the picture. Glasses, red hair. You see the smile long, on her face. Smile on her face. Then on the opposite side, which is the right side. This is where it's uncomfortable for me. This same girl now is topless. Yes. 
So this understand they, they no, no, replace, no 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 uh, I want you to understand yeah. you know I like to get very Go ahead. break it down. If that surgery wasn't done, that means this thirteen year old girl would be topless in front of you. Yeah. Get what I'm saying? Yes. She would have a, a needle bra right, right now, but the fact that she can stand in front of you topless as a boy, that already just it should do something to you. Right. It should make you already uncomfortable. You get what I mean? So the fact that you could take a girl, a thirteen-year-old, I mean, by by definition, we, we're probably considered perverts here, right? That's why now, looking, now you understand what I'm saying. 13, 14 year old. See, 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 see. This is what look, 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 look. I don't care what party you uh-huh. is, Democrat. Pro, I don't care. Look, if you don't find that disturbing, disturbing, yeah, there's something wrong within yourself because, regardless of what you say, man, it's so uncomfortable to look at. Yeah. But regardless, of, I mean, I can't, I can't look at it no more. Regardless mm-hmm. the how you say it, or how you put it, it's still a child. And this child already sees surgical. It shows you that breast was supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. And now this child, let's say this this this, this girl, well, I'm going to call it girl, because that's how God created it. I don't care if a man can say what they want to say about it. That's a girl. Walk in this room, topless, with some shorts on, finna go swimming. That should still make me make you uncomfortable, because it's like you a child. But you moving out here like a topless boy. But we see the surgery. Yeah, yeah. we see the mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If she ever decides to want to reverse that, that's that's not that's not gonna happen because so they, they took they they took that out. Oh, that's she a, doesn't have the choice to be able to breastfeed when she has a kid. It, it, it don't give you no feeling. Like this, it really give me this weird. But feeling. but we're testing waters there, right? No, that's what we're doing. Water, and this is where we're going that's though. Test the lava. I'm just trying to tell you. Let's that's we, we, lava, we got it. We got to go deeper, right? No when water, look, so as I said. Lava, Without man. birth control, you couldn't have the LGBTQIA plus, and the plus stands for like you know tree huggers and earth lovers and all animal lovers. You know, one day you're gonna see people getting married to dogs and cats, if not already. This is my meal of the seventies, man. The what, I'm, what, what I'm saying is, we're going into a path that we're accelerating real fast. You know, we're, we're jumping out this plane with no parachute. We're pulling an Ivan, and so. Um, when it comes to birth control, yes, we've we've agreed that you know it does affect and effect relationships, obviously, mm-hmm. and how, now we're seeing it affect and effect children. And this is being taught in school. She was actually you know influenced to to undergo the surgery with her parents okaying it. Oh, Most man. people, I mean, I read the comments. They were saying you know you should put the parents and all the the teachers and the doctors who perform that surgery in jail. But this is what yeah. they're teaching in the institutions. But, now. but, but this, this is in the schools now. That's why I say, you know, you know when you don't have a, a strong child, home, a strong home and a strong is, education is, system too. Is, my yeah. child going to attend a, a Christian based school. It has to, man. My child has to because here's the thing. You know, I want to go so deep with you because I love where we at with this. Um, you really gotta be careful. Education is a very Dangerous thing. I don't think people realize that because you can educate someone on anything. Well, especially if they're young and they're not taught to have critical thinking. They, you know, especially when they're young, they can be easily influenced. Oh, you like to play with boy toys? Oh man, that picture really oh. disturbed me. Now man. I'm, I'm gonna take it a little bit further with you though. Um, yes, it is. A, when I first saw the picture, I couldn't even believe what I saw. But this is where when you. When you test the waters, when you really are trying to override nature, this is where it goes. Yeah. And as I said, with birth control, it has given people a different type of control now 
they think they can change all of this and create new things that have never existed before. Really creating things that we've never seen before. We're like you'll, you'll never see this back, back, you know, hundreds of years ago. Now, because of the technology, we can do this. There's a, there's a um, show called Black Mirror. It goes yeah. to show how technology can bring out the worst in people, yeah. which always does. You know, how how is it that we have cell phones and we're connected to the internet, but yet we're the least connected with people? Isn't that surprisingly crazy how, you know, right. technology is giving us all these advantages seemingly, but yet it's bringing out the worst. You know, you got trolls on the internet, you know, people doing things well, it, I, that they look, shouldn't do, promoting I, I, videos that they shouldn't promote. But I hey. Love, I, love, I love where you're going with this yeah. because... You know, you did when we first started talking. Said birth control in BBL. Yes. Um, BBL. Since we talking about surgery, surgery. Um, now. Yeah. So I see where it's going. This is mm-hmm. you know real deep. But um, by the way, for, for the listeners, uh, BBL for those who don't know is a Brazilian butt lift. Uh, yeah. It doesn't have any ties to Brazilian cultures. It's just uh, the first person to perform the surgery. Yeah. The surgeon was Brazilian. Brazilian. So that, that's okay. where. He was the first to carry that procedure. Um, thanks for the mm-hmm. educational background on that. You know, you, you said something just now. You said that uh, phone is supposed to connect us, but it's like it's disconnecting us. Um, and some may ask, well, what you mean? Because you got to understand, you know, cell phones got very popular. What Around, I want to say, what, 2000? Mm-hmm. So... If you have a child that was born in 2000, that child is 23 right You know, now. with a beeper, you still had to meet the person. You just knew that. So that's what, yeah. I had to, so I'm getting out of I, I got to go meet this person. But I, I want to put our, our mind in a mindset of someone that was born in this, mm-hmm. that never witnessed a beeper stage right. or even going to, uh, what you call the phones that's out in the public. Those um, big, uh, like, toll, 1-800 toll collectors. Yeah, booth, you know, you got booths, booth, phone, yeah. phone booths. Right. People... I remember going around. Used to see phone booths, even mm-hmm. at Disney World. Mm-hmm. Used to see it. Now there's no phone booths no more. That that that, that doesn't exist. Yeah. But you speak to a generation collect. You know, yeah. pity the fool who doesn't you use speak to a generation collect. that only knows cell phones. Right. So they're gonna say, "Well, what you mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I do feel connected." Well, from you know, this our age group was coming up in the eighties, nineties. Um, I remember we saying this in one episode where Sunday dinners was when this family came together. You know what I mean? And everybody sat down and broke bread and, and had conversations about what's been going on that week. Even interesting enough to where when a husband and a wife went to work, they didn't have cell phones to communicate. So they literally had to, if something was happening, you couldn't just pick up your wife and say, oh, baby, man, guess what just happened? You had to literally save her. That story, if it's exciting, whatever kind of news it is, and wait till you get home. And that's when you had the evening dinner and you could discuss what's been going on throughout the day. Nowadays, even that been taken away because notice now when you come home, there's really not much to talk about because we've been talking all day. We've been back and forth. So as far as being disconnected, yes, who's in the room with you, Mm -hmm. there's not much to talk about because we're already doing all the talking. Now you're more connected to the world and what you see. Mm-hmm. And what do you see online? Now you can imagine a girl who doesn't have that Instagram body like we like to call um, with the BBL. They're, now they'll feel disconnected with their own bodies. And that's what they're comparing themselves to. Right. Now it forces people like, it forces, I'm, I'm feel like this. Yes, 
social media definitely gave a lot of people opportunity financially. And we need talking crazy like OnlyFans. I'm not talking, I'm talking about even like social media influencers, mm-hmm. people influencers. like yeah, influencers yeah. who just just have an opportunity now to make money in different ways. Mm-hmm. That's the very positive side of it. But the bad side is that man, there's a lot of envy and comparing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where BBL come in at. Let's talk about BBLs. Uh, there was a study done in 2019. Uh, they found that there that there's been a 77.6 percent increase in BBLs performed since 2015. Um, a lot of this work that's being done is another form of body modification. Um, once again, now with the advent of birth control and puberty blockers, if a man wants to become like a woman and look more like a woman and give himself that, you know, the only, there's only one bone. I'm not sure if you know this. There's only one bone in the human body between male and female that differentiates between a male and a female. And that's the pelvic muscle, Mm. the pelvic muscle. Mm. If you actually look at a diagram, the pelvic muscle for the female is a little bit wider so that when she's bearing a child, that child can come through for the man is straight that's why women have hips and men don't don't right so with the bbl now you can have a surgery that takes fat from certain parts of your body and transfer it and move it to your buttocks now you know while the work may look great on some it's not always a reality um and and basically it's semi-permanent people think this is a permanent thing there's a lot of risk undergoing this type of surgery as well. Mm -hmm. Um, They're talking about blood clots, cardiac complications, fat embolism. I'm not sure if you heard about, um, uh, there was a, just recently, uh, is it, is it young, uh, DC? um, Yeah. DC young fly. Yeah. His wife went under surgery. Yeah. Lost his wife. What what, wasn't she going to go do? uh, Uh, She was doing what they call, I think the mom lived somewhere. Like after you give birth, you go in and it does a lot with your stomach. And yeah, yeah. You could almost call it, you know, once again, it involves surgery, plastic surgery. And, you know, unfortunately, she lost her life, and now you have sad you know, moment, her own yeah, kids are sad. growing but he, up he, without... He, he, I, I, want to do, I want to speak on the positive on it, is that sure. she was God-fearing. Mm-hmm. He's God-fearing, and I don't know if you've seen the clip of it, the, uh, the uh, funeral, mm-hmm. but he spoke very highly on, on God. Um, you know, that's a sensitive topic. It's kind of... You no, know, no, no. Here's the reason why I brought her up, though. The yeah. reason why I brought her up is because... Influence. We talked about influence. Mm-hmm. Influence goes a long way. And, you know, when you're used for your body looking a certain way, mm-hmm. and a, when a woman goes, when a woman gets pregnant, she has a totally different new body. She's actually, this is probably a second, some would call it a second life. Her body has changed. Something's different about her body. And she might not fully understand. Now, if, even after the third, fourth kid, you know, if she goes that far and having that many children, something has changed. And there's this idea of trying to go back giving control to be able to reverse what it looked like before the child. That wanting to take control of that is no different than wanting to take control of, hey, I can have sex with 100 guys and not get pregnant, regardless of what day of the month it is. What I'm saying is when you try to take control of nature, when you try to when you try to contain lightning in a bottle, that bottle is going to burst in front of you in ways you didn't think because it wasn't meant for you to take control of. Once again, when you're testing the waters, Regardless of the God-fearing aspect, what I'm saying is we all fall short. We all fall short. Mm-hmm. There's things that we try to take control of, though. Mm-hmm. And when you get caught slipping, what happens? Yeah. Yeah. You are, you're jumping out of a plane without a parachute. This is all going back to healthy fears once again. Yeah. 
a woman has to acknowledge that there's a point in time where her body doesn't need more medical cosmetic surgeries for it to look like it used to look when she was 21. There's certain principles that we should instill in our own children. If she has daughters now, they'll be like, well, why isn't mommy here? Yeah. Why, why, why is that? And, and once again, I'm not going to go too deep in this. I don't know. And I have the utmost respect for DC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he ever ends up hearing this, what, I, what I'm trying to say is look at what we're promoting to our children and how the culture that we have is promoting all of this stuff. You know what I'm saying? And so in regards to testing the waters when it comes to BBLs, now it's going to be hard for you to tell what is a what is a woman, what is a man, because now a man can try to look like a woman and go, undergo all these surgeries and stop the stop the normal progression of testosterone and hormones in the body. And they can inject them with estrogen. And they can start developing breasts and things of that nature. Okay. Once again, um, as I said, a BBL is not permanent, though. It's not permanent. It's semi-permanent. And it's actually, uh, they they should last several years, even decades, but they always need follow-up treatments. Always need follow-up treatments. And your body changes as you get older, uh, which will affect your results over time. So the biggest thing is this. People want to take control of certain things, which we have no control over. You know, we don't really have control over even our next breath. But at the end of the day, we should have an understanding that there's things that we've been testing the waters on for so long. Eventually, it will catch up to us. That's the point I'm trying to make here. We've been testing the waters a long, long time. And I'm about to go in real deep with the testing of the waters, like literally testing the water. Um, A lot of people don't know this, but I've been on a journey where I've been looking at what I intake. You know, your diet. Uh, is a very important thing. Very. Very yeah. important thing. Yeah. And uh, I feel like a lot of people don't understand your diet isn't just what you eat. It's what you see. It's what you read. All the stuff you intake on the internet, social oh, media. I never that's thought your about diet. It. Yeah, I never thought you about know, it. You know, your diet goes further than just what you ingest. It's everything that you do in your life, your lifestyle. Yeah. And so a lot of people don't know this, but I've been looking into like every time I drink, from something like uh you know whether i go to the store i look at the nutrition facts got to these days got to uh here, here's here's a, i got a picture of this here's this minute made fruit punch i found this little culprit at the house yeah and um if you look at where it says the ingredients yeah I, I you, you want to read that uh can you read that you see where it says it says it says <laughs> pure filtered that. water now look the first th- this is fruit punch on the, pi- on the on the picture uh, it shows uh an apple Pineapple, pineapple and what that is right there. I, I think no, I that's, got, that's, I that's, got that's my a pear. Reading. That's a pear. Yeah, I and, need my and reading. And cherries. Guys. Okay, cherries. Okay, but when you look at the ingredients, it says pure filtered water, high fructose corn syrup, grape and pineapple juices from concentrate less than one percent. On the back of the box, it actually says a five percent juice blend. There's only, see that. only five percent of it is juice. It says yeah, it says five percent juice blend. That means what's the other 95%? But if you look on the front of the box, look what it says. Mm. 100%. It says 100% natural flavors. Natural flavors. That's what we're going to talk about. Natural flavors. Um, believe it or not, the food industry has figured out how to make foods taste better and make us addicted to them and it not even be real. Well, let's start here. I, oh, you, I know you're going to go somewhere. I just want to throw this in here. Um Coca-Cola have a secret ingredients. Where you going to head? Okay. <laughs> All right. You want to throw that out there? I just want to throw that out there. Yeah, we know Coca-Cola. Well, it yeah. used to be in there, too. 
Yeah. Back in the 80s. <laughs> it's, still, it's still a secret ingredient. Hey, look, McDonald's got a secret ingredient, too. They have their own Coca-Cola. Okay, I knew that. that. I, I didn't know that, but yeah. I'm going to get into it. Well, let's go get into it. Okay, yeah. so artificial versus organic. My mm-hmm. first recommendation, obviously, everyone, please understand. The foods that we're eating, they're another type of bomb. Because now, you know, you have the obesity rates. You have yeah. people with uh, children born with with ADHD, ADD. You know, uh, people getting cancers. You know, things that you used to hear that would happen to older folks happening to younger folks now. Right. Uh, like I'm talking at a high rate. Correct. You know, and so the foods we're eating is another type of situation where, you know, believe it or not, what I found out is if you go to your refrigerator right now, or if you look. At the stuff, a lot of it has what is called high fructose corn syrup. I hate that. Syraclose. I hate Sucralose. It. I'm sorry, sucralose, which is a sugar, Splenda, basically. It's not real sugar. It's no. an artificially made sugar to make it 600 times sweeter than actual real sugar. Correct. Um, there's there's blue one, red 40, yellow five, yellow six, dyes. Did you know that even in the lipstick, that uh, lipstick for makeup? Oh, it's worse wear, than cigarette. The, the bugs, they use something called coach. Cochineal. If you see it say cochineal, that's a bug that they they press down and they use the dye, the redness from that bug to create red lipstick. Yeah, this this goes for women too. So in essence, the natural flavors they can put natural flavors on the label of the box as long as one of the ingredients is natural, quote unquote. At least one of it, and the rest can be chemicals. The rest can be chemicals, and they can use it to create it. Correct. And basically, they're able to make. Something that tastes like the real thing, that looks like the real thing, for far cheaper. And right. so their profit margin increases. So that means now these companies are able to make more money, way more money for the fake thing. Like I was uh, I'm not sure if you've heard about what they call the Impossible Burger and things like that, mm-hmm. where, you know, they use plant based. They use word plant based. How, how is it that you can get meat, beef made from plants that taste like actual beef from cows? I don't know. Well, whatever they're doing, they whatever magic good. trick they're pulling off, <laughs> let me tell you, that soy plant that they're using is actually causing even the crops out there to, to not grow properly and give their normal yield because they've remodified, they've engineered, re-engineered the way crops grow. You know, yeah. uh, that's why you see GMO, non-GMO. Some people ask, hey, I want to make sure, you know, my food is completely organic. I, but you know, I, Some I, of the foods that you yeah. see, it says it's, this was... Uh, Bioengineered. They'll use the word bioengineered. Correct. Like the food has things in it that, you know, that I, give it. I think I was telling you a story a um, where I called in at a restaurant. Yeah, I was telling you that story. Mm-hmm. And I called in a restaurant and uh, you have to even ask, because well, I, I love salmon. That's the only type of fish I can eat. Mm-hmm. And you have to ask, is it wild catch or farm raised? And you know you can do your research on farm raised, farm raised. They literally, like, they they create these 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 fishes, man. Just like um, a lot of people don't know with tilapia, that's that's man made. You can look it up. It's nothing. I'm not making it suck. And it's not known to nature as a natural. No, broccoli is man made. But I mean, <laughs> did you know that? Right. You knew that broccoli was man made. Broccoli is not a real. Broccoli is not real. This it never existed till man created. It's, it's never. There's no proof. Even uh, red red um, watermelon. Watermelon. Real watermelon is yellow. That's the actual color of it. 
So a lot of these things you start doing research. If you if you go on my refrigerator now, man, um, blueberries I make sure it's organic. Blackberries going to have an organic sign on it. Even water, hey, it got to be spring for me to drink. Let's it. talk about water, right? I mean, yeah, it has to be spring. There's a lot of fluoride in tap water. Listen, and water should. Toothpaste my well. thing is this: if your water bottle have ingredients on it, you shouldn't be drinking. <laughs> The only grid should just be spring, just the spring best water. water. Though, they say is a uh, distilled, remineralized water. Yeah. You know, you know, yeah. You know, they they take out some even purified water. Really, and you see how they price purified water versus spring water. Yeah, you'll notice that sometimes spring water costs more than purified water. Of course, purified water is them taking everything. They're stripping all the nutrients, all the natural minerals. Yes. that's good for your body. Yeah. You wonder why you're thirsty and you got to go through a hundred bottles of Aquafina or Dasani. But hey, look. Here's where I wanted to go with this. Let's talk about it. When it comes to foods, like I recently also learned with orange juice, and I, I really like orange juice. They have this thing called uh, glyphosate. Glyphosate is something that they spray on the fruit, on like on, on, on the oranges. It's, it's weed killer, Roundup. And they spray it on a lot of things, not yeah. just for that, but a lot of that stuff, chemicals, gets into the actual juice. And, and it... What it does is it changes. Oh, people get sick from this. It's weed killer on the plant so that the weeds don't grow around it. But then if the weeds don't grow around it, that chemical that they're spraying. You ever seen like where the plane's flying over a field, mm-hmm, like a mm-hmm, cornfield, mm-hmm, they're spraying this stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like a lot of it is chemicals. This is an obvious natural. Yeah, I, yeah. A lot of these chemicals get inside of the actual um, drinks. That stuff that we're the, re- the reason why, because you know, I grew up around um, mm-hmm. orange groves, and I used to see this where uh, they'll get a trailer or a tractor, and you'll see like they spraying on it. Mm-hmm. And but a lot of people don't understand the process of it. I don't know if apples and all that, but when they get oranges, they don't. It's not like they peel it off; they just run it through a machine. Right. So that's just how it's they, they call in. it pasteurized. Yeah, pasteurized. it's just going. So it's that's how it's getting in, and um. But it, it, you know, if you have to make a lot of it quickly, yeah, you have to use something, right? And so they, they here's where I'm born with this. Uh, they say companies like Simply Orange Tropicana have actually been sued over uh, chemically enhanced flavor packs that they put in their orange juice mm-hmm. because what they do is um, they squeeze these juices and they put them in these gigantic like vault things, and uh, they they actually remove the oxygen from it, uh, and. When they remove the oxygen, it allows them to preserve and keep the the juices. That's what's going there. on. They're trying to preserve it so they can, yeah. you know, make it last longer when it's on the store shelves. Once right. again, this is greed at play. If mankind could sell you the sun, they would, and it could be a fake sun too. <laughs> if they could sell you oxygen that you breathe, they would, and it would be fake oxygen too. Right. Where am I going with this? Even honey is fake. A lot of the honey that's in the markets right now. If it doesn't just say wild honey, pure wild honey, if it says corn syrup, that means they've diluted the honey. See, when you pour honey, real honey, it shouldn't just drip. It should flow. And and real honey actually gets hard and crystallized. Very. And if your honey doesn't do that, then you know they've mixed it. It's because they said that, um, you know, they've actually tried to make a lot of it. And the demand is so high that it's like, well, we got to we got to create. We, we, we got to fill it in with additives and, you know, put corn syrup and, and sugar and water and all these extra chemicals to make it look like honey and taste like honey. In the industry, in the honey industry, they call it funny honey. That, that's the actual term for it. Uh, so 
this is honey that they've added stuff into it. It's yeah. not pure honey. It doesn't have the Great. pollen. It doesn't have exactly what the bees are are regurgitating. I, I want I want to add on though. Um, a couple years back, because uh, you know, for those who don't know, but you know, um, I went on this health thing where I want to just eat clean food, and I, that's when I started doing my heavy research. About around the age of 22, 23. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always thought white sugar was real. I never knew that. That's something that you definitely stay away from. Mm-hmm. Um, even uh, syrup, you know. Uh, my my thing is, if you eat pancakes, make sure you use maple mm-hmm. syrup. That's 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 real. Once again, look in the back. If it says high fructose corn syrup, Ma- they, <laughs> you know, I go grab maple bottle now. <laughs> One of the most maple. used ingredients in food is uh, yeah, HFCS, yeah. high fructose corn. When syrup. I say ma- but, uh, maple syrup, that's mm-hmm. real. That's from the tree. Yeah. There's no ingredients in it. It's just maple syrup. That's what you should be using. Pen. But anything else, when it's dealing with syrup, putting on pancakes, stay far away from it. I, I just want to throw that on there. But it's, yeah, it's a lot of... Look, here's the thing. We live in a generation where, if you notice, people are at a place where they craving for realness. And you got to ask yourself, where does it come from? Because we can skip all the small talk, get to the deepness of it. We serving fake food. There's a lot of fake bodies going on. A lot of he's turning to she. She's turning to he. So it's going to be at a point where just the word organic, the realness, people going to get start paying a higher amount to get that. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, you're going to yeah, see Yeah, well, because real honey is expensive. and actually comes in little jars, believe it or not. But even then, I feel like real real soon. Real stuff is. is look, when we have kids, when we have kids, it's going to get to a point where I think the guy's going to appreciate a girl when it's just her naturally. Mm-hmm. That's going to be very rare to find. And her naturally comes as she should come naturally, not with a whole boatload of added on experience and baggage and trauma from private from nine different relationships. But not even or, or not, 15 or not even that. Even, but, but, but I'm going there because but I'm saying it's, just, it's, I'm saying it's, it's even, even 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 I'm talking about you want her looks, body to be naturally right. Look, yeah, you want her body to look. natural. Yeah, yeah. And you want all the natural things that come with it. Yeah, there's a price for that. Yeah. But we said, no, 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 no. You got freedom. Yeah. You can do whatever you want with your body and keep it the exact same way, or you can change it and do whatever you want to do. Yeah. And not only that, now we're preaching it. Now they're preaching it to the kids. You can you can start as young as five. Yeah. You know we, we're gonna give you puberty blockers so we can stop the natural. Here's where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm. And now back to the fake foods. And you know a lot of people ask us so. Look, we are killing nature. We started with the atomic bomb. Mm-hmm. We're able to change whatever's in nature. We're able to get these elements and these chemicals and create our own our own substances. And now even create and control the sexuality mm-hmm. that, you know, trying to change man from from a, uh, you know, man to a woman, woman to a man. Right. Um so we've been testing waters in this generation, right? It's safe to say that. So what I've noticed is that we've been testing waters for so long. That there's nothing natural or real anymore. Mm-hmm. And so everything is fake. Our mm-hmm. food is fake. Uh, even money is fake. <laughs> everything. News is fake. Education is fake. I mean, what is truth when you can just change it anytime you want? Mm-hmm. What is truth? And basically, it's not just we're overwriting truth. We're overriding. Mm. That's what we're doing. We're overriding a lot of things. 
And how does it happen? It's because, you know, we want to change definitions, uh, the ingredients that mm-hmm. are supposed to be natural. We want to change genders. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we've opened a door that we cannot close, a Pandora's box, if you will, that we cannot close. And, you know, God help us before we destroy any, everything we know and love. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's like we're begging for help, but we're looking for the wrong places and we're creating solutions to the problems that we created but those solutions are making the problem worse right. and then we're kind of give more solutions to those problems so it's mm-hmm. like what you start for one thing and now you have a million other things you got to fix right. and so it's like where does this end it ain't going in you know i wanted to figure because you know with the atomic bomb they called it project manhattan Mm. The Manhattan. Project. It was a secret project that the government was doing when they were building the atomic bomb. Mm. And I'm thinking, so what is what is what is uh what is the new project called that for this generation? And I'm calling it Project Override because we're overriding everything. We're overriding what you know. Let me put it this way: you know, go and get a rooster and see if it gives you eggs. Go and get a a, a bull and see if it gives you milk. Go and switch the worker bees for for honey for for drone bees, because a lot of people don't know in a hive the worker bees are all female, the the drone bees are all male, and yeah. they all have their Different own separate role. roles. Yeah. Right. The, the the worker bees all they do is work for the queen, and they go and pollinate. The drones, which is all male, all they do is try to mate with the queen so she can have more offspring. That's it. But when you want to change up. Then you're gonna see how serious gender is. Yeah. But when you when you change up at the same time, believing that you can change up, everything becomes fake. Right. From the very foundation, fundamental things that we tried to change, now everything feels fake, and you need more of the fake stuff. There's something called. And I, this is something I think I'm definitely add to to the podcast is um something called revelation of the method. Mm-hmm. You ever heard of that mm-hmm. revelation of the method? And what it mm-hmm. is is um they saying a lot of dark dark uh, satanic cults use this and it's funny because uh when you look at when you look on the for example let's take an example of a smoker uh on on the on the box doesn't it say something about smoking let's see on the box it says what what box on, on, on like a box of cigarettes oh okay on the box of cigarettes for example um um i'm actually trying to get a picture of okay here it is it says, um, Surgeon's General Morning, uh, General Warning, smoking causes lung cancer, heart disease, <laughs> emphysema, and may complicate pregnancy. Yeah. On a lot of boxes. And some boxes just say smoking kills. So the box tells you that smoking kills, but yet people still buy packs of cigarettes and smoke cigarettes nonstop, right? Yeah. The same thing with the food industry. They're telling you what's in you know the ingredients you can read the in some of the ingredients they don't even have to tell you it's just you know as long as one part is natural they'll they'll say natural and artificial flavors we know if it says artificial flavors it's fake yeah it's something yeah. that's created by man Correct. which at the end yeah. we've just proved throughout this podcast whatever's created goes on a slippery slope and it's just testing waters we're just overriding nature when we create Correct. so the revelation of the method what it is is as long as this group is telling you what's in it, they don't fear any judgment. They don't fear any what they call karmic retribution. That means it's not our fault. We we tell you what's in here. But 
they're mocking you at the same time because they say, well, you're so addicted to it. You can't stop anyway. Right. You got to go to McDonald's and eat their fries, even though you know it's fake. Even though, you know, we're using a salt that's made out of three different ingredients. Mm. You got you got you're, you're so addicted now. We can even tell you the truth of what is happening and you can't do nothing about it. And we are not going to get judged for it because we're telling you it's poison. Yeah. But you still but you're already hooked. So we got you. So at the end of the day, not only have they made everything fake, but now you love it. We are telling them, hey, this is this is this is what you're gonna eat now. You're gonna love it. Yeah. You know, even if it's fake, even if it's not real, this is how we're overriding everything. So, what I realize is that the button that we press is the override button, and we're gonna keep pressing it until the alarm goes off. And once that happens, that's that's a, that's a whole different episode. But um, I just feel like now we have. This the third bomb, which really is AI. You in that? Yeah. AI is a new gospel. Because now it can override any any truth because people believe in whatever it's saying, because you know, it's AI. It's this Correct. is the new thing. It's the new thing yeah. on the street. And and not only that, it can help create new drugs. Yeah. It can help create new different things that we've never seen before. Um they just scientists just found out a material they're saying that is uh five times stronger than steel. You know, there. Once again, when we invent, people want to try the new thing, whether it's mm-hmm. real or not. Mm-hmm. We're gonna keep pushing it there, and we're gonna keep testing the waters with it. Oh man, um, I know I mean, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> this episode is definitely different with it because, uh, like I say, it's, it's a lot. My conclusion to everything is just it's a lot of. Um, a lot of artificial stuff going on, yeah. and um, what, what a lot of these topics too is based around. Well, I ain't gonna say a lot of them, but the main one was about uh, uh, birth control and, and the BBL and going into the artificial things. But what I can say is this: is that when you're driving down the road and your options are ninety percent fast food. Uh, you start feeling limited, and when you no longer see the fields of orange groves or apples or everything, it feel like well, this is this is all I have right now. Mm-hmm. So I don't want the listeners to, to walk away feeling. They say the girl who you know was on birth control and she experienced uh. A handful of lace shoes. I don't want that person to feel like, oh man, now look down on yourself because that's solution, not. Right? Yeah. Well, before the solution, mm-hmm. the message is you don't want the people to leave feeling some way. Not at all. But we also need to but, explore the how deep the gravity because they will never pay attention to anything. Or well, no, that, I'm saying let's the one, the one. That. Let's say the ones that 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 already recognize that. Sure. Okay. So it's more. Sure. Uh, mm-hmm. th- my well, point if is, if they this. recognize it, this they will stop point. though. But this is what I'm trying to get uh-huh. at, King. When you run down a road and there's number fast food, you feel like that's your only option. Mm-hmm. Because you got to put yourself in the mind of someone who... There's some people who was raised not on home-cooked food. That's all they know. Like, their parents come home with McDonald's. Yeah, government food or whatnot. Yeah, not even government food. Just, just coming home with fast food because you got to understand the generation we live in is generation that growing up is like it's, it's fast, it's instant. 
you know, microwavable food, That's right. like, you know, TV dinner. So a lot of these things was very become numb to it. Even to the point you gotta realize people don't re- you know, people don't even realize even our age, you know, being breastfed was not even normal. There's a lot of this was shaking the bottle, giving them instant milk. So a lot of these things is you grew up on. So what I'm trying to get at is it's an eye opener. This could be a very eye opener to some people because it's like, man, I, I, I kind of felt like I wasn't getting a real source, but I was numb to it because getting the real thing seemed like very hard work. If, if you ever sit there with someone, you realize 80% of people going to tell you, man, I just don't have the time to cook. That's why I order out. You know what I mean? Like okay. coming home from work. Stuck in traffic, coming home, you got to take care of your personal business and knowing you only got four hours to get back in bed to go to sleep mm-hmm. so you get up for work. Cooking just seemed out of the norm. Yeah, it's, there's a convenience in being able to just, you know, put so, it in the microwave and, 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 correct. and, and, and so, do that. Um, I'm saying all this to get to a point of, we begin to a point where we're so numb to just what's around us. Again, driving down the road, seeing number fast food, same thing. You could even look in a relationship where um, in and out of relationship is is like is norm is very norm. You know what I mean? Where back in the days, if a I'm gonna tell you to put it like this, and this is facts. Uh, I, I, I need to find this song. There's a song where this woman, she's singing. She's saying she just got cheated on by her husband now. Not no boyfriend, her husband cheated on her. She got caught. Where the song is about the community coming together. I don't know if you know this is real. This is a real thing. In the uh, black African-American culture, back in the days when the husband would cheat, all the women in that neighborhood would come together and go to that Pacific house and do a cookout for the wife. That was an encouragement mm-hmm. of, you know, hey, that's just a man. A man going to be a man, but don't leave him. You don't have that no more. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The reason why back then relationships lasted 60, 70 years, or you can see these couples from back then with relationships 50 plus years, is because you had support to where multiple women would come together and say, hey, I just went through that four or five months mm-hmm. ago. We're here to support you. Don't leave. And this man can have out. You know how many men had outside kids in their marriages back then? But it was be a, it'll be a support team around them. Like, mm-hmm. you know, hey, we here to support you. Don't leave this. You're living in a generation where understand what I'm finna get at. Because you know we got to get deep. With everything you're just giving, it's an escape from pain. If you look at a woman hand from back in the days... You look at grandmas, they have more cuts. They have more burn marks from cooking. Mm-hmm. These days, women don't have that much. They're not cooking. They're getting their nails done every other week. Back in the day, grandma had bruises to cut all on her hand because she touching hot pots and pans, cooking, cleaning, washing. You know what I mean? It's to minimize the pain. Look, you don't got to be in this kitchen sweating. Order out some food. You still look pretty while you're ordering out the food. Mm-hmm. Same thing again. What I'm trying to say, where he hurt you a lot. Let's get it. Let's get it very clear. Because as guys, we can sometimes say the wrong thing. A lot of these girls and guys as well too. They're not in and out relationship because 
they want to be fast or want to experience. It's because the pain they dealt with. And I don't want to deal with that. So if you cheat on me, I'm out. Back in the days, it was like, man, women used to get beat. She still would stay. You get what I mean? Mm -hmm. So what I'm getting at, you, 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 we talk to a crowd where there's being taught, which is a good thing. Is like, look, recognize if this is a broken home and you're unhappy and he's cheating on you, go on, move on, get to love yourself, enjoy yourself. And that's what's being taught. Same thing as your food. Hey, man, you ain't got time. Just stop by McDonald's, grab some food, get home, feed the kids. Because now that gives you two hours back to your afternoon where you can take care of the things. So there's good reasons behind it. Mankind will always find the reasons. Because I, I watched the campaigns from the 50s. Matter of fact, it's a commercial I can show you on YouTube where that was the whole principle of the marketing. To the wife, it started off as you don't need to be a housewife. Now the woman can go work. Yeah, she can go into but industry now, and, do yeah. it and lay down as many hours as a man exactly. can. Exactly. And then when you come home, you don't have to worry about cooking. We got TV dinner. Yeah. yeah. The same meals, just heated up in the microwave. But see, but once again, it all everything comes out of cost. And as I told you, yes, it frees up your time. I, I give you that. It does because it, that's, it's that's more efficient. Good. You know, b- yeah. before the wheel was invented, you know, people had to drag things, right? So right. I, I get that. I, I completely understand and agree with you on this. Right, right. No. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying, what I'm getting mm-hmm. at, this is what I'm saying is this, because we gotta speak from both sides of things. Everything that was said here, um, you come with, with great reasons. We don't want people to feel again like it's judgy or hey, you, you know, like so, like they feel like they, the fingers being pointed at them. The thing is now with this information, what you gonna do with? Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, starting off with. You know, the fake food. Um, you ever seen someone who smoked nicotine? It's very hard to get off of. It's extremely hard for them. That, and know? that's why I told you. The label on, on that says yeah. smoking kills at this point, they're just laughing at you by putting uh, correct. that. Yeah, correct. Of course you know it's smokes, but that's not going to stop you. Correct, yeah. Right? Now it's more about, mm-hmm. okay, how to stop. Mm-hmm. You know, because you're so addicted to coming home, quick food, coming home, like, you know, going like, look. All this is created to take away from investing time into something where we so numb to we not we not look. You, it's very rare. Well, you start to see it more now these days. But back in the day, I remember even when my mom used to go shopping. I'm serious, man. I remember my mom would look back and look at ingredients. That's you don't see people doing that. Well, as that's much what as I'm that. saying because they don't have the time. They don't give those things time. So how can you bring that back into? Let's go. Reality? Let's go into. That's it. what I'm trying to get into. So. No, I get you. Look, sometimes I was taught this. You know, if you're a doctor and you you have a patient and you just found out that they have cancer. And the reason why they got cancer is because there's a habit that they've been practicing. Of course. You know, they say, um, you know, there's a saying. um, How does it go again? Um, (laughs) You know, you, you sow into your habits. You reap your character. Yeah. You sow into the character, you reap your destiny. So the person who, as I said in the beginning, who smokes the first cigarette, even though the box says smoking kills can cause lung cancer, he thinks he's probably escaping it. After the 800 cigarette, then he goes to the doctor and finds out that he has some kind of lung disease. The doctor has to say, hey, listen, 
you know what it is. At this point, I just got to let I just got lay it in front of you and give you the whole gravity of the situation. That's what this episode was about. Correct. I'm not quick to give a solution. I want you to know how how if this keeps going, this is where we are going to keep going. This, oh, this, we, this is how far yeah. it gets. We're here. And so my thing is this, you know, there's a verse in the Bible. And as I told you, we're always going to bring it back spiritually into the spiritual matters. The one of the last things that Jesus says before his return, you know what it is? He says, to him who's doing wrong, let him continue to do wrong. To him who's filthy, let him continue to be filthy. To him who's doing right, let him continue to do right. And to him who wants to be holy, let him continue to be holy. You know, when you were young, when your parents would say, hey, yo, go ahead and keep doing that. And you know it was bad. But your mom would tell you, hey, no, go ahead. Yeah, keep keep doing that. Keep doing See what I'm going to do to you. We have here in scripture where God is saying, oh, you want to continue to do wrong? Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. When he's telling you to keep going, yeah. I mean, you, you got to think twice. Like, hold on. Let me, let me get my foot off the gas and let me put on the brakes a little bit. Because I know what I'm doing is wrong. But here it is. He's telling me to keep going. And you want to be filthy? Keep being filthy. You want to keep the, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. What is he saying for real? Like, what, what what's the sentence that hmm. at the end of the day, we all have to make a decision? Correct. And that decision is going to cost us time. Yeah, we want to get the fast food, but we getting addicted to fast food to where there's no more gourmet, gourmet food. We know it's that, we're substituting the real for the fake. And mm-hmm. this is where I, this is where I want to go. Mm-hmm. It all starts with how we grow up in the home. Correct. Look, the Chinese has the triads. The Italians have their mafias. Mm-hmm. We talked about gangs, right? Mm-hmm. The Mexicans have the cartels. Mm-hmm. The blacks, they have the bloods and the crips. Mm-hmm. But when you look at that at these gangs overall, only some of them uphold what is the most valuable thing, and that's family. Yeah. When you remove the family dynamic, everything is allowed. You open a door that you can't close. When you override family, when you override spending quality time, like sometimes I wish I grew up on a farm to understand real food. When you, that's why I, I recommend going to your local farmers. If you're gonna buy honey, if you're gonna buy organic stuff, yeah. go to your local local farm. Don't you know your Whole Foods if you can. But it, once again, we have to fight for certain things to keep them. The same way soldiers go fight for the country. No one wants war, but this is war. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It, it is war. And when we think it's the time of peace, we're gonna allow all these things to slip into the family. To slip into to the institution of what we hold dear, all the things that we say we love. Correct. When we think it's a time of peace, when the war is here, I'm telling you, this is it. Mm-hmm. This is the war. Mm-hmm. This is this is the project they're trying to put on us. Project override. They're trying to override everything we knew that was good and, and healthy and, and prosperous back then. Right. If if this is not war to you, then keep doing it. Keep going. Until you declare war, this is it. Yeah. I'm in it right there. Well, King, uh, <laughs> that's episode three, man. And uh, test the war. Test the war. Yes, sir.